All right, everyone, uh, back at it. Finally got around to it. Uh, this is the one on critical race theory. If you didn't see the title of the episode, but that's what this uh, is just about uh, the whitewashing and ignorance of history. And actually, that's literally the point of this podcast. Like, what's happening in the government right now and how their actions are tied to history. Like, I keep saying you can't address what's happening at the Hill without looking back at history and seeing how we got there. You can look at one thing and say, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 that's just important decision making. Why is it important? To who? What actions even led to that decision? A good example is gun control laws passing. Average Joes would probably think it was because of a mass shooting somewhere, but it was in response to African Americans arming themselves in the 60s and 70s due to racial tension and violence. As a matter of fact, that's the only time the NRA supported gun control bills where the Black Panther Party armed themselves. There are overlooked facts in history that shape the world we are in today. Well, I'm sure you guys listening are more intelligent than idiots arguing against critical race theory and thinking it isn't necessary. Yeah, yeah, like I always say, if you enjoyed this series, go ahead, follow it, subscribe, and there'll be more on the way. On with the show. So let me start off with a story here, a short story. Um, probably about 10 years ago, uh, back when Obama was in office, it doesn't pertain to them, just... A little footnote I use to remember. But uh, I was talking to my friend Taylor. We're both history buffs. He's a history buff as well. And I saw an article beforehand, before I talked to him, which was about the rise of neo-Nazis in Russia. It really stuck out to me. And now these neo-Nazis were attacking homosexual people, guys who were using dating apps who ambush them and attack them, attack them in the street. It was, it's a mess. I believe it's still like that to this day, too. Being homosexual in Russia is, I'll say it's tough um, because you're targeted. And those assailants are mostly skinheads, neo-Nazis. And I was just thinking to myself, like, neo-Nazis in Russia? That's a thing? And I was thinking because, like, the Soviet Union in World War II lost over 30 million people in World War II. Um civilians and soldiers fighting against the nazis and the thing is keep in mind that that number 30 million people isn't even solely accurate that's not the final count it's approximation because so many people have been lost and they died um it's the highest count of any country list that had casualties during that time um i believe it was the 1941 to 1945 I was telling Taylor about that, like, whoa, it's interesting that a country that fought so hard and lost so many people, so many of their ancestors against neo-Nazis only to actually embrace what their enemies were thinking of just in those descendants. And he told me just something that's super short, always stuck with me. He said, that's what happens when people forget their history, which is true. Like, you forget your history and you're bound to not just repeat it. I don't, I don't really care for when people say you repeat history because it's actually bound to become even worse. It'll be the same thing on steroids and it's rising up like that. So that's what always stuck with me there. I'm like, wow, it's really becoming that, huh? And that's the importance of knowing your history so you don't repeat 
the mistakes of the past or become devils that's even worse of those previously, which is uh, with Texas. Actually, I, I focus on Texas for a certain reason, but mostly a lot of a lot of Republican politicians, for sure, are pushing for critical race theory not to be taught in schools. And then uh, it became a big talking point about that, which it really shouldn't be. Um, because people are arguing that they don't want to admit that it was like their grandparents are the ones on the right side, on the wrong side of history. They don't want to admit that it was actually people in their families or they don't want to be perceived as being villains of history at all. And now they're just making a big stink about literally teaching history. This country has a very violent past and you can't sugarcoat it no matter how hard people try. Like, seriously, you just can't sugarcoat it. And actually, there's a quote I actually wanted to drop. It's, quote, Texas schools will teach students that Moses played a bigger role in inspiring the Constitution than slavery did in starting the Civil War. The Lone Star State's new social studies textbooks deliberately written to play down slavery's role in Southern history do not threaten not only Texas, those pose a danger to school children all over the country, end quote. Uh, this is from a Huffington Post article back in 2015, six years ago. A Texas school board approved a social studies that retold history. It was blatantly false. Moses had nothing to do with the Civil War, and Africans didn't migrate here to be paid farmers. They were kidnapped and enslaved to do physical labor and to be servants, to be whipped, raped, and beaten, and the assailants having no remorse for it. So that's what they want to try to sugarcoat and sweep under the rug, which, seriously, it's messed up if you do that, because there's crazy repercussions when people find out in the history later on of, oh, it's not what you guys really said. Now, keep in mind, this topic might feel new to you guys or some of you guys, but this is something that Texas has been trying to push for before. And honestly, it's not just Texas. I think it's states that actually venerate Confederate soldiers or purple states that actually once that had pushback when there was Confederate soldiers being taken down. And they had a big argument about that, just from the politicians, not from the people who were just fighting for that. Not about that, just politicians who were sitting there saying like, that's our history, that's our history, that's our heritage. No, it isn't. (laughs) Those were rebels. If you actually line yourself with those people, then you're wrong too. Not to segue too much, but another example of the government whitewashing history and just sweeping under the rug um, was over this summer about uh, Reno, Nevada. Now, I mentioned briefly in the uh, Asian American Pacific Islander um, hate episode about the hate crimes that is increasing about them. I briefly mentioned their history and the hate crimes that they ran into and that there was actually a massacre that um, went down in Nevada about uh, 1870s just because they thought that uh, actually it was uh, Chinese Americans. They thought that they were stealing their jobs. These people came in there and literally it was a massacre in that town. They attacked those people in that town. Stay away from the word race, word race riots. Uh, it wasn't no race riot or anything. It was, it was literally a massacre. Now, the thing is, Facebook posts from the city 
that was this year this summer was uh actually commemorating asian pacific uh american heritage month that's the name of it uh they declared that uh chinese city's chinese community was pressured to relocate holy crap they were pressured to relocate is not exactly the same thing as saying that you know white people came in town and tried to murder all these people just because they couldn't find work and they just took them took it out on asian american people and chinese people as just a scapegoat and that post caught the attention of the historic reno preservation society and they called out like the state on their facebook post saying that they're whitewashing history so eventually uh reno re-edited it and uh they revised the article on there with uh more correct verbiage but let's understand this wasn't a mistake to begin with this was intentional because they didn't want reno to have such a violent history in the past um and like to just quickly briefly cover that again like as many chinese people built the transcontinental railroad they were settled in reno and the attacks that happened was actually just out of hatred and anger and it was with the intent to kill and destroy the community and the people there so yes that's uh, whitewashing that has happened actually not too long ago it's constantly happening and it has to be abruptly stopped just like that facebook post was corrected and same thing here too with these schools and history is always changing so especially when things are changed and covered up to sugarcoat it like when i was growing up christopher columbus was deemed as an expert sailor as expert navigator who proved the world was round and discovered a whole new world for everyone both statements were, were incorrect. The world was thought to be around for several centuries. This argument could go all the way back to the ancient world. Don't get me started. So by the time Christopher Columbus in the 15th century thought that the world was flat, if anyone actually thought that, it wasn't mainstream in any conscious mind. Like like today, it's not mainstream at all. It's really a pseudo-science conspiracy nut job. But secondly, about Columbus, he sailed thinking he found India, which he didn't. He uh, did not discover new land. He encountered new civilizations, but the country, which, by the way, was the Bahamas he ran into. He didn't even land on a modern United States uh, at all. He was in the Bahamas. It was it was already claimed for. There was already people there already living there and everything. And Columbus himself was a sadist. And that wasn't taught in the history books how violent he was. He tortured and brutalized several people he met. It was so bad that his crew were losing respect for him and the queen recalled him to Spain. And the other thing in history that I grew up in the 80s and 90s kept hearing about Thomas freaking Edison. You know, he was a master inventor who Pave the way to the of the electrical world that we're living in today, which he didn't. He was a patent thief. He was he was an inventing genius. He was literally a thief of patents. That's all. His rival Nikola Tesla, who's now lauded today in history, he was actually bankrupted by Edison. And Tesla is one whose current 
of electricity, AC current, is what we're using today. He, Tesla even tried to make wireless lighting. He had an idea of wireless technology back then. It even dabbled in x-ray technology after Wilhelm Rottinger's announcement of it. So Thomas Edison wasn't the genius that we all thought he was. He was really just a patent thief who was bankrupting the guys who were actual inventors, stopping them from continuing their products so he could make money off of them. And at the same time, just make a profit for himself and say, hey, guess what I just brought to you guys? That's it. And these things turned. They turned in history because people read it. People read up on their history. People read up on Tesla. People actually read it and actually kind of focused on Christopher Columbus. The tide just turned for him because everyone knows that, you know, indigenous people were here already. So to say he discovered it wasn't much of a thing, but about his violence uh, was read up upon too. And that's what happens when you follow and just learn your history or any history. You actually will get the truth out of it. So back in the 80s and 90s, those were taught differently. And those examples are dramatized whitewashings of actual events of people. Just now things are turning to the fact of the truth. And now we have governors like Abbott today want to do that again regarding the history of this country. They want to whitewash today and sugarcoat things for for it to be to sound better sound better be better but and hide all these atrocities and this is seriously clearly this is just a sense of control and fear that's that's all it is that's pushing this and no no it's not about people knowing the violent history of their government will make them like people resentful or unpatriotic or domestic terrorists actually that what that that comes about when people realize they've been lied to and they uncover atrocities that were buried for several years so think of canada where the remains of more than 200 children were found at state-funded boarding schools run by the catholic church lying and hiding crimes will create resentment and hostility those people have a right to be mad well, they found out that hundreds of kids were murdered at several Catholic churches and the government actually helped cover it up. So here's the thing. History is written by the victors, they say, and that's how you control the future population. Get rid of any negative context of anything and make yourself look perfect because they don't want their families to know about slaveholders and genocide. Oh, no. And again, I always, I'm always mentioning this, look at Germany. Germany acknowledges World War II and doesn't sweep it under the rug and say they were just a few bad people in our past. They see them as criminals of the state who committed atrocities to this very day. They're putting 90-year-old Nazis on trial. They're still holding them accountable for the crimes that they committed to show examples to the future generation not to be this guy. So at a specific grade, kids are taken to Auschwitz and learn what their ancestors did to millions of Jews to teach those kids how those Nazis were wrong because Germany doesn't want to partake in another genocide. 
Now, of course, nationalism is something that you can't just, you know, just wipe your hands clean and say, it's over for good if we got really the Nazis. It's never happening, though. There are Nazis in Germany. Yes, nationalism is there. Thing is, they don't want to foster it. They don't want to sympathize with these Nazis, and, and especially with their history. They don't want to create another Nazi party, especially one that will wreak havoc on the world again. Ignoring history will do just that. Think about what I mentioned earlier with Russia. So critical race theory is something that should be taught in schools. It shouldn't be this big-ass debate. It should just be easily settled that critical race theory is important and necessary to learn because every child should know the history of the country they're living in or they will live in ignorance grow and become worse than their grandparents they're attacking spitting yelling racial epithets to children and adults trying to integrate to society based on the race of their skin 